It's not very well known, but the Vatican has a military aviation wing. They're the air fryers. Air fryers. Oh my goodness. And they've got ground forces too. Holy rollers. Attention. Bad jokes, dad jokes, and puns that just don't work. That's a holy roller. What? Oh, it's just a it's a fry I can't explain it. I'm gonna I'm is doing Is that the a intro. kitchen thing? Because an air fryer is a kitchen thing. No, it's like a You went in a different direction. I know. Well, it didn't say anything about kitchens, so but like a roller, I don't know, like wheels, tank tanks and stuff. Why is it called a holy roller? Holy roller or holy jumper are terms originated in the 19th century and used to refer to some Protestant Christian churchgoers in the Wesleyan holiness movement, such as free Methodists and Wesleyan Methodists. The term describes dancing, shaking, or other boisterous movements by church attendees who perceive themselves as being under the influence of the Holy Spirit. So a holy roller is normally used to mean someone who is like very, very committed to... The performance of their religion. Drunk on Jesus. Yeah, drunk on that communion wine. Mm, anyway. Tasty. <laughs> Backwash I'm from trying, everyone else. I'm trying to figure... No, they wipe it. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out where uh, this conversation goes. And I think maybe it just interrupts the intro. <laughs> and now the rest of the intro plays. The doctor will see you now. Hey everyone, it's Evan Diem's Joke Doctor, a podcast hosted by me, the aforementioned Evan Diem, who is Joke Doctor, and my co-host, Sarah, Hello. who is also here and who finds jokes places online or in books or wherever, uh, brings them to me, reads me the setup, I try to guess the punchline, then we talk about the joke and see if we can improve it, uh, see if, if there's a better place for it to go, or uh, maybe we put it in the garbage can. Or the compost bin, because sometimes sometimes it just needs to go back into the Recycle. Earth. Recycle. Reduce, reuse. Recycle. Exactly. Recycle your jokes. Recycle your jokes. So that we can clown on you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep doing the same joke over and over. People love that. <laughs> I had a thought um, that we should get t-shirts just for you and me. <laughs> and <laughs> mine says... I'm with the joke doctor, and then yours says, I'm the joke doctor. Okay. And then on the back, it says, like, the slogan or whatever? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of us gets if it ain't joke, and the other one gets don't fix it. Oh, that's cool. That'd be very funny if yours said, I'm the joke doctor on the front, and the back says, don't Don't fix fix it. it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know what? If you just get those shirts made, I'll wear it. (laughs) So that's on you, buddy. Um, wow. Let's, uh, you Wonder know. Wonder if I have them ready in time for my birthday. Oh, that would be fun. You could. It doesn't take that long to get a shirt made. Yeah, write yourself, write yourself a little note to get that done. Okay, but it's on the podcast, so I won't forget. You're not going to forget it, no. Because I'm going to listen to the episode and be like, oh, yeah. As we should. We should all listen to the episode. And hopefully you're listening to the episode right now. Shall we crack on? Oh, no. They were tasting the episode. <laughs> Something's gone horribly wrong. Oh, dear. Do we have emails? Oh. oh? I didn't even check. Whoa. I forgot. Okay, while you check, I'm going to put everyone on to something. Hey, 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 you, come here. Let me put you, let me put you, let me put you in something. 
So this is a phrase that I came up. We got up. an email from Patreon. All right. Well, email section is over. I'm going to... Whoa. It says that we can publish our Patreon-exclusive episodes to Spotify. That's cool. I'm going to continue with the thing I was saying. I came up with this phrase the other day while I was talking to my friend Kluby, who has... <laughs> I won't get into it. But uh, recently ended a relationship that was not great. And... Um, the phrase is for someone who is like very careless with the things that they're in control of and it causes problems for you. So maybe you have like a coworker who never gets their stuff done in time for you to take it for your part of the project and then you get in trouble or whatever. And that person is always bringing the dog home wet. Bringing the dog home wet. Bringing the dog home wet. That's why I don't have a dog. Exactly. Because someone's going to bring the dog home wet. And now everything's it's not going to be me. I'm also writing a song where that's... But I guess it's going to have to be... Is that a Mountain Guts reference? Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. I like that band, too. Um, <laughs> I started writing a song that's over there that has that as, like, that's going to be the name of the song or the chorus nice. or whatever. It's because I have a f I keep, like, posting prompts and stuff mm -hmm. on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then I have a friend who writes songs who keeps writing them before I can. <laughs> I'm like, I got to get this one up sooner. Ooh. Anyway... Let's do the first joke. First joke. Let's get right into Yo. it. What did the mama cow say to the calf? Hey, everybody, don't clip this and use this for something else. <clears throat> hey, little baby, you want milkies? <laughs> is that what the answer is? No. No? Okay. That's what what it, the mama cow says to weird humans. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, what did the mama cow say to the calf? And this is like a joke. This isn't just sort of like a best guess. Yeah. Uh, moo. <laughs> Milk's on. No. <laughs> um, uh, what is, what, what, what were, is it like wordplay and like? Um, yes. Is it a moo? No. Thank it's God. where they live. Farm? Uh, no. Barn? No. Barnyard? No. Lawn? No. Field? No. Pasture? Uh-huh. It's past your bedtime? Uh-huh. <laughs> Why did I think milk was involved? Oh, because they're cows. But not, not it, it wasn't in the setup. Okay, it's past your bedtime. It feels like... It's because they also sleep out there. Right. So it does work both ways. Past your bedtime does make sense. I think the setup needs something that implies Sleeping that the Sleeping over at your friend's farm. Yeah. And then your friend's mom says, all right, past your bedtime. What did, what did the mama cow say to the calves having a sleepover or whatever? <laughs> it's past your bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. You have to sleep outside because you have friends here. <laughs> you, you're always bringing your friends home wet. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting in my barn. You were raised in a barn. Oh. <laughs> That's a, that is pretty good. I'm, I'm sure someone's, I'm sure back at the barnyard did that joke or whatever, where someone's just like, oh my God, were you raised in a barn? Yes. Huh. Okay. Look, um, I'm a cow. <laughs> where did you think I was raised? Or maybe, maybe the flip on it is like, oh my God, weren't you raised in a barn? <laughs> were you not raised in a um no i was free range in a pasture oh my god <laughs> hippies am i right oh jeez, free love free range free milk free milk <laughs> why why 
how dare he buy the milk if she can walk past your eyes for free? I don't know if that's anything. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. Let's move on. I feel like we kind of fixed that one up a little bit. How does a vampire start a letter? To whom it may concern. Uh-huh. I don't it's get it. It's just tomb it may oh, concern. Oh, tomb it may concern. Yeah. Okay. I was just saying it in a voice. That's no. crazy. <laughs> I think that might be one of the first times that I have said the punchline and... You were like, yes. And I'm like, okay, what was it? (laughs) (laughs) To whom it may concern. Yeah. But are vampires, are they in a tomb? They have coffins. They have coffins, but like. What if it was like tomb, comma, it may concern. Tomb, it may concern. Is That feels more like, isn't it, isn't like, like a mummy's tomb, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Vampire's Tomb is a mystical chamber located under Fell's Church. That's from the Vampire Diaries wiki. Where's Fell's Church? Hmm? Where's the church? I don't know. It's in Mystic Falls, I suppose. Where's that? In the fake television show Vampire Diaries. (laughs) Oh, God. Where is Mystic Falls? Where does it say? It says it's a picturesque town located in central Virginia. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll go. No, you should go. See if there's any See real if vampires I can there. Get a vampire. Yeah, I feel like that one would make more sense if it were mummies. Just because I think not that a vampire can't be in a tomb, but like the mummy's tomb is like definitely more of a phrase than the vampire's tomb. Because mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like a vampire is more likely to be in like a mausoleum because it's the big coffin above ground. Um, because vampires love malls. Why? <laughs> I'm sure you got it. There's got to be something, right? I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you can find something in there. A lot of next to bite. Okay. Like a, a, a mausoleum. Mausoleum. Mm. <laughs> the way what's, I... what's a bear do to a member of One Direction? Mausoleum. <laughs> That doesn't make any sense outside of the context of the fact that you said that word already, but it's great. It's good. It's a great homophone for this incredibly specific situation. I like that a lot. Because um, there's only one direction that could have come from. <laughs> I was thinking about maybe the vampire goes to the mall and like he's like, ooh, I heard there's a place called Orange Julius. <laughs> and he just thinks there's a guy called Julius who tastes like an orange or something like that. Um, Do vampires eat food? They just eat bloods, right? Uh, I think they can, can, can eat they food if snacks? they want to. Can a vampire have a little snack? <laughs> uh, okay. Can vampire eat food? I think so. Unlike vampires, vampires... Nope. Unlike humans, vampires do not need food for sustenance. Okay. It doesn't like they don't need to eat, but can they have can they have a little bite sometimes? Okay. MBC.org.br says they cannot eat or drink any human food, although they have been seen to pretending to although they have been seen to pre- to Okay. But they have been seen to pretending to disguise their true nature. What is this website? 
Forbidden. Oh, which is done. Oh, it's got a 403 forbidden because it's just like. You can't know the vampire secret. What is this website, though? Okay, it just doesn't exist. Cool. That information has been stricken from the internet. Um, the vampires heard about it. Yeah. They were like, nope. <laughs> what about the, the Twilight vampires? They eat little fu- little snackies, right? Edward took Belle on a date in the first movie. Do they eat? Yeah. Twilight vampire eat food. These vamps are able to eat regular human food to maintain the illusion of being human when out and about. But later on, their body will reject it. Ew. Okay. Uh, Someone on the Twilight Reddit says, I vividly remember that at one point, Edward ate a bite of pizza. He also says that they can't eat, but don't have to. What happens to the food? Because, yeah, I guess they can't digest, right? In the books, they say they have to throw it back up. They can't digest it, says MKE96. That's cool. Yucky. Oh, what if they're at high school and they eat lunch around everyone and then they go to the bathroom and throw it up and the school counselor is in there and then pulls them out and is like, have a counseling session about bulimia. Oh my God. And they're like, no, I don't have bulimia. I don't have bulimia. (laughs) (laughs) You have to believe, Mia. Um, Since we're on Reddit, I just want to share just a little little goof that I did. So I I saw this on r slash jokes. I told my psychiatrist that I can only get high if I take THC gummies with my mom. Apparently, I have an edible complex, which is similar to my joke. Uh, I'm starting a role-playing service where you can uh, pretend to kill your father and marry your mother. It's called Edible Arrangements. Edible arrangements. Edible arrangements. Edible. Yeah. And I think that's a better joke. But also, I commented, just a little fun goof, that that one Redditor, Dio Dunn, says, deserved more. And Dadpool2420 says, underrated comment. And I said, I thought it would be because of high-waisted mom jeans. Ooh. Um, Did you get an upvote? I got 34. Whoa. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. But the that's not the most upvoted comment. The most the upvoted page. comment is like, actually, one time when I got high with my mom, I had a really bad dream. <laughs> I wish. No, the top one. And okay, let me know if you understand why someone said this. I like to stand in the corner of my psychiatrist's waiting room and blow on anyone who walks by. Most people hate it, but I'm a fan, which is like. That's a fine joke, mm-hmm. but why did they why say it, it here? In re- why is it here? Why is it in this? Pl- and no one is like, why did you say this here? I don't get it. Oh Make your God. own post. Make your own post, bro. Let's do another joke and then we'll go to comedy reviews. Okay. What did one plate say to the other? See you at the court. Wait. Um, one plate say to another. Uh-huh. This is my friend <laughs> this is my friend um i don't know but they dished is that something is that you will not believe who <laughs> i saw the spoon run away with <laughs> no that's not it <laughs> the the cups trying to get in and they're like um it's gossip not go sip i don't know i don't know i couldn't think of what that would be oh god <laughs> No, the cups come in and they're like, we cannot wait to spill this tea. Mmm, that's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> fork. Okay, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> oh, 
fork? No, I forgot. One a fork? I forgot what we were talking about. What did one plate say to the other? Um, can I have a hint? Um, there's a meal. Spill the beans. Wait, but I don't know. The dishing is not part of it. What did one plate say to the other? Mm-hmm. I'm really busy. I've got a lot on me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm really busy. I've got a lot on myself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's the plate at the very bottom of the stack of yeah. plates. Oh man, that's got to be tough. I don't. I don't have an idea. Dinner is on me. Dinner's on me. Okay, that's pretty good. Is it a plate? Yeah, I feel like the only thing that one really needs. We've got a good crop of jokes today. I think so far. I think the only thing that one really needs because it does work fully both ways is it needs similarly to the cow one more setup that puts it in a way where like the dinner on me is like makes more sense because if it's just two plates at home mm. no you never invite someone over to your house and like dinner's on me tonight buddy you're like <laughs> i yeah you're cooking <laughs> i i didn't think you were gonna make me pay for a meal you are making now um okay what if it's like a like a nickelodeon type show and the kids got like plates they're holding mm-hmm. and they somehow fall and the the Food is on them, yeah. and then the kids are like, "Well, it looks like dinner is on, on me, me guys." <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> oh man, yep, that is that is the best place for that. I think <laughs> that's good. You fixed it. All right. So. I feel like I'm the joke doctor today. Oh, I feel like I've been doing a lot of fixing around here now you know what it's like now i know what it's like every everyone's like oh i can be the joke doctor once every so often (laughs) it's like when it's like when dad takes the kids to the park or something like that oh yeah you know what i'm saying not my dad my dad's great um (laughs) but like some people's dads (laughs) who don't pull their weight um Comedy Reviews this week is talking about something very near and dear to my heart, which is the comedian Dave Gorman. Um, I think to both of our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. But I wasn't going to speak for your heart. No. (laughs) You've grown to like him. I've grown to like him. You did like him sort of from from the the beginning. From the get-go. I didn't know him before, um, before being friends with you. Yeah. Except for my science teacher, Dave Gorman. Right. I knew him. Yes, 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 yes. So we have previously watched together the Dave Gorman collection where he tries to find 52 uh, or 54. 54 for the deck of cards. The deck of cards plus jokers for other people named Dave Gorman. Mm -hmm. And are you Dave Gorman? Are you Dave Gorman? I think it's originally the Dave Gorman collection. Really? Yeah. And I think it's like, I think it's called both things, but it it does say that on the DVD that I have. And then we watched Dave Gorman's Google Whack adventure in which he tries to it's too difficult to explain, uh, but back in the day on Google, you used to be able to put in two words next to each other, and if you got one response, that was a Google whack, because it was two words, one response. That's very rare. Mm-hmm. Now there are so many automated SEO ads and whatnot, yeah. you could never get just one response from Google. Yeah, you can't. I mean, I remember being in like middle school and like being able to find Google Wax then. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's yeah, because there are just lists that have every word 
on them, you know? Yeah. Um, I did Google something the other day that got zero response, and I was like, hmm, mm, interesting. Ah, I spelled that wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, and then, so we most recently watched uh, Dave Gorman's important astrology experiment, where he, for 40 days and 40 nights, uh, follows his Piscean horoscope um, and takes instructions and then has a bunch of people rate if his life is better or worse than it would have been if he had not been following those instructions. And he has a control for the experiment, which is his brother. Twin brother. Who's a twin. A twin brother. So exactly the same horoscope. Mm-hmm. So exactly the same. So it was like, this is what it would be like if I didn't follow my horoscope, which, you know, doesn't really work because they have super different lives anyway. But... It's it's poking, I think, a good amount of fun at it. But like you see it, it does a lot of interesting things. And I think from like a genuine sort of like pro astrology point of view, it like shows ways that you can interpret your horoscope to benefit you. Right. Like you could just look at your horoscope and if it says work out, you work out. You know what I mean? And that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the times it's just sort of giving you stuff that could inspire you to do something for a day. And I know that like astrology and horoscopes is like, it's kind of actual astrology is like a lot more deep and complex and horoscopes is kind of just people making stuff up in Mm -hmm. a newspaper, but it's fun. So I had seen it before in like high school, but this was your first time. Mm -hmm. Uh, So tell me what you thought about it. Well, I liked it. I did. I thought the judge lady oh yeah they had a judge for for love and friendship and and then another judge for health and then wealth yes because love plus health plus wealth equals happiness yes but i thought okay the love lady Mm -hmm. savage yeah she's just like she's like show me the love (laughs) (laughs) show me the love and i'll rate it till we're both blue in the face yeah yeah what about your girlfriend where is she at (laughs) Just ripping on him for like making friends with an Olympic gold medalist and then he doesn't look enthused enough to be hanging out with Dave Gorman. (laughs) She gave him like no credit for like any friendship stuff. No. Because I think she was like, you do need to be spending time with the girlfriend you do have. Yeah. And the maybe I've totally forgot about this, that he gets in an argument with his girlfriend on his birthday and then the next day is the first time in the experiment. It's like... Maybe you should consider intimate sexual yeah. relations with a loved one. <laughs> and, and she like ignores all of his calls, won't talk to him. It's oh, so funny. So good. And I also thought that the the wealth guy was funny. He had a funny voice. He did. Yeah. Um, Sounded like he was always kind of laughing. And always kind of very stressed. Yes. Um, <laughs> I also like that he didn't have um, a British accent. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, where'd they get him from? I don't know. He (laughs) might be British and just like he just talks like that. (laughs) He was fun. Um, And the the health guy like always had lines like you were like this guy. He's like he's like this is my moment on TV. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Um, I like that. He was never like mean. Yeah. The health guy. He was always like, oh, you went for a walk. (laughs) That's nice. He, yeah, it would have been better if you He's had been... like, you did go to the gym, but you should be going more consistently. Yeah. And the way, I think I think the love judge, and so the way it works is the judges would like review the three days that he talked about, and then the 
uh, audience would vote. The jury of jurors. Yes, 12 groups of 12 people with one person of each sign in yeah. each group. So just like 12 people from each astrological sign. Yeah. They would do the rating. So, the, you know, the judges just sort of influence them and give them their expert opinion. But I I love that. Oh, God. She was just like, your brother is the perfect man, <laughs> which is such a funny thing to say to a guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he took his wife out to dinner and played with the kids at the park. Yeah. What <laughs> and what you did doing? you do? Oh, you're, you let your girlfriend break an antique chair. <laughs> You spent a lovely evening in your bedroom with a woman from the <laughs> <Another> television <laughs> who helped you repaint your bedroom. And made it ugly. And then your girlfriend didn't like it. I've also recently been watching Dave Gorman's Modern Life is Goodish, which is kind of a, it's still him doing PowerPoint presentations, which is always his thing. Um, on these shows specifically, but it's like he just gets to pick whatever topic he's going to talk about, and he has his little beats that he hits. Uh, he does a found poem. Yeah, it's a graph. He probably has a graph to some extent. It's just amazing, like watching him, the way that he like tells stories and like will drop little bits of information. Like he'll say, he'll describe how he was feeling in very specific language. And then he'll like show the horoscope that mm -hmm. used that specific language. And you're like, oh, that's where, okay. But he's just like masterful storyteller. Mm -hmm. Like the way that he builds a narrative and like takes you low and high and like drops little bits of information. Um, and his foreshadowing is amazing. And the way that he like, he like brings seemingly true live elements into it. And I can't tell to what extent he's fabricating things because mm -hmm. he could be a little bit, but you wouldn't know. Right. Like, did he really fly to New York City and then that same day get back on another plane, like, and go back to London? <laughs> yeah. There's no way. There's like, he had to. He had, he's like, I flew all the way to New York City. I'll spend a day or two with this guy. Yeah. But you don't know. And that's. That's what is uh, great about it, mm -hmm. I think, is that you can't tell. It just It's so fantastical, and, and he shows you just enough stuff to make you believe that it's true. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Dave Gorman's Important Astrology Experiment is great, but also Dave, the Dave Gorman Collection, or Are You Dave Gorman? Fantastic. Both of those from like the early 2000s, and you can tell. Um, yeah. So Google Whack hasn't aged as well because Google is different, but it's still an amazing story. And Dave Gorman's Modern Life is Goodish, fantastic, sort of more modern. That's just from like the mid 2010s. Like I think it goes up to 2017. Mm -hmm. But just like if you want to see an incredible storyteller with a PowerPoint presentation mm -hmm. doing just. He's so goofy. The types of jokes that you are not ever going to be expecting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Watch some Dave Gorman stuff. A sap. Yeah. I also, I liked um, kind of like the callback in the astrological experiment to oh, yes. Are You Dave Gorman? Because in the original one in his graph, it was miles per Dave Gorman. How far he had to travel to find a new person named Dave Gorman. Yeah. MPDG. And then in the astrological one, it was the metric pleasure decimal gladness. Also MPDG, which and is also Manic Pixie Dream Yes, Girl, <laughs> Manic Pixie Dream Completely Girl. <laughs> unrelated, but like, I didn't even catch that I, until the last episode. And I, I had caught it, I think, for episode maybe like four, 
But the thing is, when I heard it, I wasn't 100% sure if I had, like, gotten the letters correct. And so I kept my mouth shut. And then you noticed, and I was like, oh, okay, okay, I did get it right. Oh, so there is something going on there. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, the the level to which he's paying attention to all of the elements of a story. Yeah. And also, he gets a colonic irrigation because yeah, his astrological insane. sign told him to, kind of. So gross. Unbelievable. <laughs> the doctor's like, you don't need to do that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not hurting you, I guess. All right, let's get back to these jokes. Because we're at 30 minutes. I did want to talk about Dave Gorman for a while, so I'm okay with that. Why do bees buzz? Um, is this similar to, like, why do mosquitoes hum because they don't know the words? No. Okay. Why do bees buzz? Or maybe. Huh? Why do bees buzz? Bees buzz. Bees buzz. <laughs> bees buzz. Bees. <laughs> oh, man. That's something, in it? Okay. Um... Tell, just tell me the punchline, because I, <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to come up with new stuff, because you've got it covered. <laughs> bees buzz because they can't whistle. That's terrible. Buzzing is not like a. That doesn't. I don't think that works at all. Bees buzz. <laughs> that I don't. What would even? Okay, I don't even. I don't care about why do bees buzz. How do we set up bees buzz as a D's nuts joke? In what way does that work? Um, Every D's nuts joke I've ever told has simply left my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Sticky hive. You know what that means. Mm. I don't. <laughs> I don't know about that. I did recently hear a very good one. I saw it on a Twitter clip, which is why I saw it, because it's like from Barstool Sports and I never would watch that otherwise. But it's the Bills quarterback, Josh Allen. And mm -hmm. he's talking about how they like go clubbing or what. How there's like there's this like place that he wants to go or maybe it's a bar or something. And he's like, it's called Room 40. Mm -hmm. He's like, so. Uh, room for D's nuts. Yeah. He's like, you you got. <laughs> room room so for. He just talks about it as being like an actual bar. And he's like. And because someone is like, oh, you should go to this place. And he's like, yeah, I'll go there if y'all go to room 40. And so they're like, yeah, we'll do that tonight. And and he's like, so where are you going to go? And they're like, room 40. And he's just like, room 40 is nuts in your mouth. And he's just like so like childishly happy about getting that to work. And like it's so blunt and straightforward. It's amazing. Um, bees buzz. Um, <laughs> room for bees buzz in your mouth? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Well, because normally it's like... He's dipping in my honey of delight because he's got room for bees buzz in his mouth. That's, I don't know if that's much. Cause I, so normally a D's nuts joke is like, does your car take CDs? CDs nuts? <laughs> um, so it's like you have to say bees, you know? Bees. The problem is it's like it's just the inflection. Like it's, it doesn't work. <laughs> As like a thing. It's just the inflection. So Maybe just replace D's nuts with B's buzz. You know what it is? It's just in an animated Got kids movie. B's buzz? A, bu a bee just has to say B's buzz. And you just have to know it. You just have to know what it means. And it's going to be a non sequitur. It's not going to make sense. It's um, going to be one of those jokes for grown-ups. Yeah, maybe they just do bees buzz bees and then buzz. Ha, got them. And, <laughs> and that's how you know that it happened. Um, <laughs> bees buzz. Okay. That's so fucking stupid.
That's so funny. Let's move I on. I can't believe I said that. That's so good. <laughs> what did the fisherman say when his fishing line got tangled? I'm in real trouble this time? No. Something like that. Is it based off of like a fi- is fishing line, right? Uh-huh. Is it like about nets? No. No. Is it about... About where you fish from? The pier? Mm-hmm. It appears I'm in trouble. There appears... Something there... appears to be wrong. Is that what the punchline is? Yeah. That's not very good. That's not very good at all. He's both. Something appears... I'm not... No. We're moving on. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> somebody says bees buzz and stuff these nuts and then somebody else says something appears to be wrong <laughs> <laughs> okay um uh, that doesn't really work or make any sense to me uh personally i think you just don't do that punchline like because it's something a fisherman is like what's wrong with my line yeah yeah like i'm in real trouble I'm like in real trouble. makes sense it's pretty basic. Like, yeah. Um, Real trouble is also when a big fishy bites on your fishing line and you're not strong enough for that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of, um, oh God, it's a battle rapper who changed his name and I can't remember either. <laughs> I know that I can think of that he calls himself Ryan Gosling, despite the fact that he's like a very large Hispanic man who doesn't look anything, like, but it's very, it's such a good bit. Um, so Ryan Gosling, the battle rapper. Ryan Gosling, the battle rapper. He says, "I came with nothing but real cold lines. I'm ice fishing. Ice fishing. <laughs> um, I, I hold a pencil with five fingers. I write different. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing about that is that, like, it's like as if all of his fingertips are touching, like as if he were trying to pick something up, like a claw machine or whatever." And he's like, he's saying that he holds a pen like that. But the guy he's battling against puts his hand up like as if he's holding it like a, like a spoon, like a stirring spoon. <laughs> he's like, I thought you meant like that. And it's just a funny little moment. I know that that guy's name is Derez. Why can't Derez. I forget this fucking dude's name? Oh, man. Ryan Gosling, the battle rapper. Like, what, if, what happens if I, Ryan Gosling. Battle rap. Battle rapper pulls up like a weird Barbie interview where actual Ryan Gosling <laughs> has tried to battle rap a horse on set. SM. SM. Yeah. I hardly know him. Mm. But he goes by something different now, I forget. But um, I know his, his opponent says, specifically in relation to this mic that I'm holding, he says like, I give SM 58, but I don't remember what the... Gave him a mic. How yeah. nice. But like he's saying 58 bullets. Uh, who he shoots him with. Yeah. Oopsies. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. Anyway, that sucked. I didn't like that joke at all. Why do worms taste like chewing gum? Um, because they... Ooh. Why do worms taste like chewing gum? Do they? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched how to eat fried worms in a while. Is it is it a dirt thing? Nope. Earth? Nope. What is bubble gum? It's like bubbles... You Blow bubbles with a bubble gum, bubble gum pop. Why does a worm taste like bubble gum? Is it like a chewing thing? Mm-mm. I can't think it's of. The gum brand. Oh, Wrigley? Mm-hmm. Because they're Wrigley's. Because they're Wrigley's. Because worms are wriggly. I think that that's, because uh, the. They wriggle. Wait, isn't the, is the brand Wrigley's or is it Wrigley? Wrigley's? 
Because I, I think the field where the Chicago Cubs play is Wrigley Field, which I think might be this like the same brand. Is this why baseball players eat gum? Uh, no, I think they just want something going on in their mouth while they, you know, to stay hydrated or whatever. Chewing tobacco is frowned upon. Well, no, <laughs> I mean it used to be both. Yeah, <laughs> people would do. Yeah, chewing gum magnate William Wrigley Jr. of the Wrigley Company acquired the Cubs in 1921. So it's been. So it is Wrigley. So, but, but the that, gum wait, is Wrigley's. Hold, is it? I think. Oh, because it would be Wrigley's. This Wrigley's gum. gum. No, it says Wrigley. Oh, Wrigley Company. No, on the package of on the on the gums, oh, it's Wrigley's. Interesting. See, Wrigley's juicy fruit. I feel like you could get it. He shouldn't these, these call are, it. He shouldn't have called are, it that. This is Wrigley's juicy fruit. He's. Pre- I'm sure if he were. I'm. Oh God. I think that <laughs> Wrigley's big red. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one big red, two juicy fruits. You know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> ladies, don't you? Don't you want some? <laughs> so I think this joke is better if it's their Wrigley. Their Wrigley. Because Wrigley is a is the adverb, but saying they saying that they are the adverb Wrigley or that they're the adjective Wrigley is like fine grammatically. But to say that they are Wrigley's and like a noun for Things that are Wrigley are called Wrigley's. Like if you saw a bunch of worms and you're like, those are some Wrigley's. It's like, I guess that's fine, but like it would be better to say they're Wrigley. They're Wrigley. Like it would just be a cleaner sentence. So I think that's the only thing that means. Want to do a Ziggy joke? Ziggy joke. A Ziggly joke? Ziggy joke. Give us some Ziggy. Ziggy joke. What did Han Solo name his clone? Han Duo? Yeah. That's nothing. It's a Ziggy joke. Yeah, it's not a good one, Ziggy. I'm sorry. Um, that's that's the Ziggy joke. I can't believe that's how this podcast ends. Han Duo. Han Duo. Because that's nothing. Han Duo is nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's his clone. I get, yeah. That's the clone of Han Solo. Yeah. I mean, it's like how when my college friend Ruben went back to Mexico and some of uh, our friends were still at Oswego. Some people made like a printout of his face and like put it on a fake body and we called him Tubin. Tubin. Yeah. Very cute. Um, That's cute. If you like this podcast, tell your friends about it. Um, If you have something to say about this podcast, email us at edjdpodcast at gmail.com. If you want more of us talking about other stuff, go to patreon.com slash joke doctor. If you go to campsite dot bio slash evan dm you can find that i am putting out an album in a month and you can uh, pre-order that on bandcamp or pre-save it on spotify now evan is this a comedy album no <laughs> no it isn't it's just real songs but you know me one you know day. me i'm a little i'm a goofy guy he is a goofy guy i have a i was playing some songs for someone the other day and i was like i have a lot of funny things in these songs and i Almost makes it like I could understand why someone wouldn't think I was being serious all the time. Mm -hmm. Because I think I played the Randy Johnson song, which has a funny line in it. Uh, And then I played a couple of the new ones. What's the funny line? In March 24th, 2001 versus the Giants. Mm -hmm. Randy Johnson made a bird explode with a fastball. Yeah, that is funny. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) 
But then it's like, <laughs> then it continues. If it had been a slider, it might have missed its way, yeah. which I think is maybe even funnier. Yeah. But the song about Don't Stay Together for the Kids mm-hmm. has, um, you don't have to pretend that God cares if you file jointly. Yeah. Um, and then I want to see you happy now starts with like, bet I have a better memory of the place you used to live than you do just because your memory is shit. Mm-hmm. Which is just glib, I guess. But And also there's the Jesus wouldn't have let you fall in the sand yeah. he would have carried you. Yeah, that's but the funny line in that none song. None of those songs are on the new album. So you nope. just, you just have, have to, to go listen. Which it's it's maybe my least funny album so far. But, um, there's a lot of fun stuff on it. People are really excited about it. It's a good it. album. And my friend Ruben, who yeah, I was just talking about. does a good guitar solo. Sick guitar solo. One that Ben Muller, my producer... Uh, called one of my best yeah <laughs> which i had to break it to him was like yeah buddy it's because it's not, <laughs> not me not you someone way better than me <laughs> find sarah online at sarah a btw and that's sarah with an h and i believe that's like the end of things we have to say for the podcast mm-hmm. okay and as always if it ain't joke i'm with joke doctor you say don't I'm joke doctor i'm joke doctor don't fix it. No, I want to say don't oh, fix wait. it. But you threw off the rhythm of it. Okay, okay, okay. So okay, how am I, what am I supposed to be saying? Okay, let's just, let's do normal. From the top normal. <laughs> and as we always say, if it ain't joke. Don't fix it. I'm the joke doctor. <laughs> <laughs>